I'm Tanner Johnson. And I'm Jack Dodgen. We're from the Eastside Church of Christ. Teen life can be difficult to navigate. New emotions, experiences, pressures, and challenges shape what we understand about our identity. It's almost like navigating a maze. Twists, turns, dead ends. Uh, the race can be both exhilarating and terrifying. At Through the Maze Podcast, we believe Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. When we put our trust in Him, we can navigate the maze and build our identity based on who He says we are. And in the end, find life and life to the fullest. Thank you for walking alongside us today. Hey everybody, uh, welcome back to the podcast. Um, I'm your host, Tanner Johnson. we got Jack here with us also. How's Hello. it going, man? It's, it's, going, it's going well. Lots of rain. Yeah, yeah. A lot of rain. It just keeps on going. Yeah, keeps on going. I swam it's, over here this morning. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just great. flooding <laughs> everything. Um, before we get started today, I wanted to uh, start with one little announcement. I remember, I mean, noticed after the last podcast that we did that we didn't really have a place for uh, people to go, leave comments, uh, have conversation about all this. And so I uh, went and set up a Twitter and Instagram page. If you want to go and follow those, uh, you can keep an eye on it. You can add to the conversation. Um, I'll drop little fun stats here and there for, for teen stuff. I, I, th- I thought about doing one for TikTok and stuff, but I'm kind of scared to like enter that arena I don't know. It's a I'm not on the two that you mentioned. Oh yeah, uh, Twitter, Instagram. <laughs> right. So I'm definitely right. not on TikTok. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't really mess with it, mess with it very much. But yeah, I started up a couple. Pages I just assumed they were having conversations so, with strangers about that's the true, podcast. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, you wouldn't talk to uh, <laughs> the, the person that's uh, serving you lunch and stuff right. at, at the Chili's right. and whatnot. So uh, cool. Uh, today, <laughs> today's going to be a little bit of a, a change of pace episode. Uh, talking a little bit about a, a spiritual discipline and I want to throw one of these in uh, every now and then um, we like talking about some of the issues the teens are, are going through dealing with uh, but this is a little bit of a change of pace thinking of something that is a little bit more on the spiritual side uh, more focused that way um, so getting yeah. into this we're talking about spiritual discipline and prayer like whenever I ask uh, whenever I ask teens in the youth group uh, about where they usually feel like they experience God the most and the deepest, they'll usually bring up something like talking about summer camp, church camp, uh, which is which is great. It's supposed to be a ve- it's supposed to be a very special religious experience. Uh, it it serves its purpose. Um, I think it serves more of the purpose to kind of as a breakthrough experience. A lot of times, like someone that's kind of on the fence about their faith, that sure. or someone that's been going through the motions for a while. You know, they they're kind of in this rut. And it kind of breaks them out of it. It's like this huge spiritual fire that's lit, and uh, then, the, but after that, usually we we have the big church camp, mountaintop experience. Then we get back to real life, and the funk kind of sets in. Right, uh, we get through all that 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 spiritual high, and it just kind of you know you get back to the grind, and yeah, yeah, that funk there. Uh, but that's the importance of daily discipline in your spiritual disciplines is it's kind of like uh, this this daily disciplined daily disciplined prayer is kind of like dancing to the funk music you know I, that was a really bad joke hey, that uh, works. but it works you know it's kind of <laughs> you it's 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 living within that funk and within the sometimes going through the motions sometimes uh, just being there daily disciplined prayer is deeper than just a high spiritual moment right it's it's Discipline is doing what you know you need to do, even when it's difficult. You know, it's not 
it's not always glamorous. Uh, it's it's doing what you need to do when it's not easy to do. Uh, it's not always glamorous. It's not always the Red Sea parting, fire from heaven descending, mountaintop experience. But but it's right. You know, it's it's the yeah. good thing. It's the it's the brushing your teeth in the morning. It's the doing the exercises. It's the studying for the test. It's it's the things that you know you need to do, even though like the actual act of doing it isn't always super exciting or super fun, right? Yeah, part of part of what makes camp effective, right, is one you're removed from maybe some things that are going on in real life, but two you are because uh, if you've been to camps that are just well, I don't know what camps they might be band camps football mm-hmm. stuff whatever yeah um those those aren't bad weeks you still mm-hmm. enjoy the week because you're removed from this other stuff but they mm-hmm. don't have the same like spiritual high yeah. that comes from the actual with christian people doing christian things repeatedly every yeah. day being involved in a practice mm-hmm. which is what we're talking about here you can still have that in the midst of all the other troubles that are going mm-hmm. on every single day if yeah. you want to yeah yeah it's kind of getting yourself used to that like being able to experience god more often yeah in uh often more intimate ways than you yeah. can even get at camp yeah. you know it's it's the day-to-day grind of it connecting with god over and over again uh so a few, few stats here on prayer uh and prayer and team in the team life uh there's a, a pew research poll that came out that said that 40 uh, percent of teens seldom or never pray, which is, is kind of, I don't know, maybe to be expected, I don't know, but it seems like a, a pretty high percentage. Um, 60% pray yeah. at least a few times a month. And within that, you have 27% that pray daily. So you had about a quarter of teens that, that do have a daily prayer life. So it's low. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is low. It is, it is very low, but, um, like there's no it's, there's yeah. no time limit on this thing. There's mm-hmm. literally no preparation involved whatsoever. You can have preparation, and the, the, mm-hmm. not saying that you shouldn't or that that's not better or anything. But you right. can literally just do it in a split second. Yeah, anytime yeah. you want. Twenty seven percent every day. Right, right. It's yeah, crazy. even if it's just a, a yeah a small you know two three minute we're just, prayer just, just check in. Tells me we're not yeah. thinking about it. Right, just not thinking about doing it at all. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's um it's just a it's a discipline thing where it's like sometimes, you know, uh, in the moment it, it seems like a chore, like another thing to set aside, but two or three minutes isn't an extreme yeah. sacrifice, you know? Um, but, uh, within those stats, the teens that pray daily or were more likely to pray daily, uh, reported having a parent that says religion is very important to them and they they engage in that more often. So mm. it's not always the case, you know, it's it's typically adults and parents, maybe they're more established in their disciplines or whatever. They they're far more likely to pray on a daily basis and even pray more likely at least a few times a month. Uh but the ones that say that religion is very important to them and they engage in these uh their teens are more likely to also um pray daily and have those those good disciplines. So um, I wanted to get in a little bit here, also talking about some of the health benefits of prayer. I thought this was I thought this was interesting, and I'm. It's important for me to note that I'm not mentioning the health benefits of prayer because prayer is like this this self help type of practice, but it's more to bring us back to this awareness that living within the pattern God sets for us has these implications that are often beyond what we might immediately think. So the, the, there's 
something deeper that goes on living the way that God yeah. wants you to live. That God just, is God doesn't set up behavior to go, well, I'm God, so I guess, mm-hmm. I don't know, do stuff like this, come to worship once a week, prayer, you know, stuff like that, I guess is fine. That within what he has set up, the framework is the best way to live your life. Prayer is part of that framework. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just looking at this list that Tanner's about to go down, it's a, it's a lot of things that are beneficial mm-hmm. for you just in this very easy to do, simple, anybody can do it mm-hmm. uh, sort of thing here. Right, right. And it, it kind of goes along the lines. I think we, we mentioned it in the intro of, of this of this podcast that uh, there's the verse that Jesus says, I've come so that they may have life and life to the fullest. So yeah. it's like the way that he teaches us brings us to a even fuller, better life, right? Yeah. Um, in all types of ways, right? Uh, so uh, some of the things here that are some health benefits of prayer. Uh, one, it combats stress. Uh, it treats depression. Uh, it aids in treating fibromyalgia, which basically is a disease that causes pain in the joints, muscles, tendons, also causes fatigue, insomnia. Um, and it, it, was, it was interesting because people with these stronger religious beliefs, they had healthier cortisol levels, uh, which, which helps in, in all of that. Uh, it is shown to lower blood pressure. It promotes healing. Uh, there, there are studies that there's all kinds of interesting studies that say that people that are you know, can continuously have the, this uh, steady prayer life. They're they're found to heal faster, and m- maybe that's maybe that has something to do with you know God answering prayer. Maybe it also has something to do with you know the state that your mind is in as far as your positivity yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Um, but either way, promotes healing. It uh, strengthens the heart, boosts immunity. Uh, it's shown to slow the progression of Alzheimer's. It lowers negativity and it alleviates panic disorders. So there's a lot of really interesting health benefits yeah. just on on the very surface level, not getting into deep spiritual level, um, which once we get into the scripture, um, we can we can probably get some insight into why we have these benefits. Yeah. And, and we'll probably talk about that here in a minute. So, um, but uh, anyway, so it's, it's kind of hard to nail down a simple single reason or a need for prayer because prayer is about your connection with God, the Father, right? It's this type of connection that it's the type of connection you need or are looking for may change from day to day, week to weeks. What 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 you need from God might change, um, and so the purpose of prayer in your current situation might change often. So uh, we're going to take a look at a few examples of times that Jesus prayed, and we're going to point out a few of the purposes of prayer and think about uh, why we may have those positive effects from prayer that we read about uh, just recently. So. Uh, the go-to, you know, the the one that the example uh, Christ set out as far as prayer uh, happens within the Sermon on the Mount. Go yep. there all the time, but it's it's great for this. Uh, I think you, you have to mention the Lord's Prayer whenever you're talking about prayer, probably. But you get to Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 through 13. Uh, he says, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. So, uh, discipline prayer, or just prayer in general, serves the purpose of bringing glory to God, right? Um, here's what that looks like in our personal lives. And I have I have three uh, three R's, I guess. You know, it, nice. it fits just, just right. Well you know, I figured out how to get that working. Um, but anyway, so first, 
uh, first you have is it refocuses us on the mission of the kingdom. So Jesus' main example of prayer, whenever we read the, the Lord's Prayer just a second ago, it says um, it, it starts with this meditation and praise of the holiness and the reign of God, right? You, uh, Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done. So you have the recognition of God is holy and he's sovereign. He's on top of that. He's on top of all of that. And there should be a certain amount of peace that comes with just refocusing on that. That yep. God is overall and he's sovereign. He's taking care of it. Um, but then he goes on to say, your kingdom come and your will be done. And so you have, you have a, this peace that comes from knowing God is sovereign, but there's also this clarity of purpose that, that you see or that you, you refocus on whenever you, you pray, or it's supposed to have that effect. Um, it's kind of this, whatever I do today needs to be headed towards the growth of the kingdom, either within myself and or in my community. Right? Um, so li- living without an aim can get really frustrating. You know, that's that's why going through the motions feels so blah, right? Yeah. Um, if, you, if you don't feel like you're going anywhere, you feel kind of stuck. You feel it's like, you know, walking in the deep mud. So there, there's this game, and this was the example that I, I was, was going to use. Um, there's this game called Moon. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's like a game Mm-mm. of dominoes. Have you heard of that before? No. I guess basically, I mean, as far as I understand, like the whole point of this example is that I don't understand how to play. But um, this this game, it's supposedly like kind of like Spades. I don't know if you played Spades before. Okay, yeah. So it's like basically the card game where you know each one each person takes a turn playing what they have and whoever has the biggest goes. Um, Moon is that with dominoes and I don't understand it at all. Okay. Yeah. Um, like it's a game that my wife played and, uh, her family plays that I just, they, they've tried to teach oh, me. Oh, they break it out and yeah. you just get destroyed. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I throw yeah. stuff out okay. there. And I don't know if it's nice. going to win or not. Right. Um, I, I don't know what I'm going for. I don't know which is the right thing to play at what yeah. time. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, there's this uncertainty about where I'm going <laughs> with it. Yeah. And uh, so, so my wife's brother absolutely murders me every time and makes fun of me, and it's awful, and it really hurts my feelings. Do you uh, play on a team when you do this? Yes, I think it's a team thing oh, too. So rough. I let I let somebody else down yep. at the same time. Yeah, and so so you don't look forward to doing it. No, no, I, I try to try to not be on my wife's team because then I right. get in double trouble uh, yeah. there. But yeah, anyway, yeah. so. But, like, when, when you don't have this purpose, you're going somewhere, but you're not actually, like, scoring points, I guess. Like, maybe you're just kind of doing stuff. Or you, yeah. don't, you don't feel like you're succeeding anywhere when you don't know where you're going. So, um, feel like you have to work hard all the time, but you're kind of missing the why you're yep. doing it. Right? Um, so, firstly, we have refocuses us on that mission of the kingdom. And then secondly, we have it, uh, reframes our worries and anxieties. Okay. So to, to recap, it's refocuses on the mission, reframes our worries and anxieties. So, uh, it's kind of this surrender of the things we can't control to the one who is in control. Uh, right. So, uh, the next verse I'm going to talk about is John chapter 17, verse nine through 12. And I, I love this section of scripture. It's, it's, kind of near the end of Jesus' ministry, and he's praying over all of his disciples. Uh, the one we're going to read is specifically on uh, his prayer towards his his closest followers, his disciples right then. Uh, I just, I think it's really cool because later on you get into a prayer about, like, everyone who will come to believe me in the future, I'm praying for them. So yeah, there's, yeah. This real, there's this really personal moment of, of Jesus saying, like, he's praying for me. That's pretty cool, you know. Um, but uh, John 17, verse 9 through 12 
this is this is prayer for his disciples right here, and then we'll talk about it for a second. It says, uh, I pray for them. I'm not praying for the world, but for those you have given me, for they are yours. All I have is yours, and all you have is mine, and glory has come to me through them. I will remain in the world no longer, but they will they are still in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them by the power of your name, the name you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them, I protected them and kept them safe by that name you gave me. None has been lost except the one doomed to destruction so that scripture would be fulfilled. So thinking about this story, it's it's really interesting near the end of the life of Jesus. You can kind of see um, as we read this scripture, there's this there's this sense of Jesus had this kind of control in I've protected the disciples this far. I have protected them and I've led them and I've done all of this stuff and I'm about to be gone and they're about to be alone and yep. they're about to be scared and worried and nervous. And Jesus is kind of saying, will you, like, please take care of them whenever I'm gone? Uh, I, I pray that you will you'll watch over them. And so uh, there's a certain amount of worry, I think, that comes with that where we, like, whenever we feel like we have control a lot, whenever it gets to a point where we know that we're not going to have control, there's a lot of worry that goes on there. Um, and I think about all the things that teens worry about. You know, they have grades, their sports, popularity. Do I look front? Do I look dumb in front of the girl that I like? What if I, what if I don't get my license? Or, or maybe some of the girls are the other girls judging my outfit today. You know, all the all these things. Um, but what a disciplined prayer. Uh, but if you have this disciplined prayer paired with this true faith in a powerful good God, uh, you can kind of take this step back and say, you know what, uh, things may not happen exactly. I want them to go, but it's it's going to be all right. God knows better. His will will be done. Uh, it reminds you that even if you fail, you'll be okay. You know, Even if you don't impress your teachers, coaches, parents, you'll be okay. Even if your peers don't want to be around you, you'll be okay. Uh, now, you may get all of that stuff. You might yeah. you might impress your teachers. You might impress your parents. You might you may not fail. You may succeed at everything you do. You might you know you might be the most popular person in school. Who knows? You might do all that stuff, but that stuff really is much, much farther from our control than we often like to admit, you know, or that we often realize. And what this disciplined prayer reminds us of on a daily basis um, is to conduct ourselves as God would have us act, and He'll handle taking care of our needs, right? Um, so, so it's like those those things that we're out of that are out of our control, how other people look at us. Um, whether or not our best efforts are going to succeed, all these things, um, we we can hand that off to God day yeah. after day yeah. after day because um, with, with a disciplined prayer life, right? Okay, so um, third one here. So we have refocuses us on the mission of the kingdom, reframes our worries and our anxieties, and it lastly it reminds you to be grateful. Okay, that's that's the day to day reminder going back to. This, this feeling of gratitude that we, we should feel uh, towards God. Right? So uh, this this story comes, this last example of Jesus' prayer comes from Matthew 11. And it's a story about how Jesus has gone from town to town. And there, there are a few towns where it, it actually says that he performed his most mighty works. Um, be, and it was because they were not repenting. So he went and taught, did things like that. Uh, no change. And then he performed some of his most mighty works and still rejection, right? So Jesus yep. Jesus basically throws everything he has at these people and they just, they, they still don't accept it. They don't change. They don't do anything different. And so um, there there is some prayer. There is Jesus saying like, okay, you 
you towns that didn't believe in me, it's going to be better for Sodom in these these days coming because if, if they would have seen these things, they would have repented, but you didn't, right? Um, but he gets to the end of it and he says, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. So you would, you would think that... Um, it wouldn't have been considered a success. I don't think any of us would consider it a success if we went and performed mighty works or went out preaching or went out teaching and then everybody rejected you. It wouldn't feel like uh, yeah. something to be grateful for yeah. or any gratitude. Um, but in this prayer, Jesus does turn to gratitude. He, he starts out, I thank you, Father. You've, you've hidden these things from the wise. You've revealed them to the little children. And um, Jesus realizes that there's still a lot to be grateful for that Maybe these people didn't understand it, but the others, they do. You know, the, the, the little children can get it. They understand it. They, they know it. Um, when when your efforts don't feel like they succeed, it's, it's hard to be grateful. But, you know, you get, you get the short end of the stick. Things don't go your way. Um, it's really hard to feel gratitude. So, like, if you, if you think about a time, like, maybe you really coveted something someone else had, right? You're jealous of what someone else could do. You're angry about not having enough. Uh, those feelings can get really intense, right? So um, it can get really intense when you think you're not enough or you think you fail, all this stuff. But but uh, talking about this idea of disciplined prayer, it reminds us that there's a bigger picture that even when we feel like we're not enough, we fail, we do all this messed up, but we just mess up completely, God's still at work. You know, yeah. God, God's still doing yeah. stuff, right? Um so um, it kind of reduces negative feelings when we remember all the things we have to be grateful for, right? Um, so, I mean, and so, so thinking about maybe our earlier list when we were talking about the health benefits of, of um, disciplined prayer, right? We talked, yeah. about, we talked about the health benefits that we have there, a lot of reducing stress, you know, uh, less worry. Uh, there's there's um, positive health benefits as far as like uh, less negative feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, really, even just like when when you think about that list, the reducing of stress like deals with a lot of the health stuff there because yeah. health yeah. causes a lot of the other things that we're talking about, like the high blood pressure, how it brings it down. But like when we go back and look at these examples of Jesus' prayers and the way that we should be disciplined in our prayer. A lot of it has to do with taking our stress, our worry, and instead responding with gratitude. And so you kind of have this way of of seeing the world differently. You know, you're you're trusting in this this higher power to take care of the things that that you got going on. So it it takes care of a lot of those those issues we talked about earlier. So um, yeah, we were created to be at peace from the beginning. Hmm. Uh, us and God and 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 all of that just to to have no hmm. uh, interruptions to uh, I'm not trying to say that our body can't handle those hmm. things but hmm. that's where a lot of these health issues come in is hmm. shame and stress and lack of peace sort of stuff hmm. yeah. prayer bringing peace with it uh, is exactly what God intended you think about what prayer hmm. is it's us having communication with the creator which mm. is which is Genesis 1 and 2 stuff. Uh, yeah. they were doing just fine until the, you know, shame and all yeah, of that stuff yeah, came right. in 
Yeah. Uh, and then we started to see some damages to creation. Prayers, prayer is just a getting back to things as they were created to be, and that includes us being at peace, whether it be through handing off our stressful things, realizing mm-hmm. what we should be grateful for, uh, or mm-hmm. just having that time of uh, sitting in the quiet, having communication, and yeah. then going throughout the rest of our day. Yeah, yeah, I, I really like that. I mean, there's yeah, there's this way of there's a way of feeling at peace whenever you you take that stuff and you just say mm-hmm. like, uh, I'm with you, God. You know, uh, like, um, and you're with me. Yeah, and you're yeah. with me. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, it's it's a two way. It's 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 this connection, right? It, like yeah. that's what we talked about. It's this yeah. it's this connecting, and it's it, it's also supposed to accomplish this uh, merging of our will to his and yeah. uh, not necess- not the other way around in that case it's it's us saying you know like it's, we identify the things that are stressing us out we identify the things that or places that we failed the places that we feel insecure we identify all of these things and then we say I'm handing that over <laughs> and, yeah. and I'm going to trust the direction you are pushing me in like I have this idea of the way I want things to go but I'm willing to sacrifice that in order to see the world through your lens. Like, yeah. like I, I can see the world that way. Uh, and it like that, that thought kind of reminded me of, of the serenity prayer. And then this it's used a lot in like AA type type stuff, sure, like yeah. celebrate recovery, uh, things like that. So it's, it's a lot used a lot for people dealing with some types of addictions, but I think it's a very, a very deep and meaningful prayer to be thinking about. It's, uh, basically the prayer goes, uh, your God, give me the give me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Courage to change the things I, uh, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And it's just, mm. it's it's knowing where you have the responsibility to go, uh, but it's also yeah. accepting that I'm not in control of everything, um, and just knowing when the difference is. Because whenever we we try to control things we can't control, that's when we run into a lot of issues, <laughs> and that's where we where we deal with a lot of stress and a lot of insecurity and um, just negative negative feelings. Like, I should be able to handle this, but I can't, so what's going on? Um, and it's just knowing when to be able to hand it off. Right? Yeah. Um, so now, thinking about discipline, prayer, I, I think I think a lot of times we, we have a, some struggle with this because we don't necessarily have a strategy going into it, right? It's just uh, if I get to it or if I remember to do it, I'll do it. Um, but we're going to talk about some some practical things, and I, I have six uh, pieces of advice that uh, go with creating a good uh, spiritual discipline of prayer. Um, firstly, uh, ask God for help in your prayer life. So uh, start it start it off with prayer. <laughs> like go go from the very beginning. Uh, ask ask for the direction and the wisdom to know where you need to go, and, and do that. Um, secondly, make an appointment with God. So make it a priority. You need uh, it's it's important that you have a time set out where you say like this is when I do it, and it's it's going to take priority over everything else, right? Uh, whether it's you know set an alarm on your phone or something that says okay it's time to get away, uh, schedule it during a time where you are very less likely to uh, have it come into conflict with something else. Yeah. Like like don't schedule it during you know, the middle of your third period of class. Not that you can't, not that you can't pray during class or whatever, yeah. obviously, but like 
make it make an appointment with God where it's it's special and you can focus and, and do stuff like that. So um, third, make a prayer list. Uh, sometimes we we start to pray and we don't know what we're praying about. <laughs> um, we just we just kind of go into it. Maybe maybe jot down two or three things that. So to both those points, the appointment and the prayer list, I want to say it's called Echo. It's Mm -hmm. an app. It should be free um, where you can make lists on there uh, on your phone and also set up actual reminders where it will give you a push notification of, hey, you know, it's it's 830. You know, you're probably in your car on the way to wherever. This is when you should pray. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, and you can even random it and say, you know, pray, give me a random thing from my list nice. at various times during the day. And you can stop and pray then and gets you at least in the habit yeah. of doing that often uh, and gets you in kind of a mind frame to mm. I will have this special prayer time, but nice. I can also pray throughout the day yeah. as I have pockets, you know, that sort of thing. That's cool. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Um, and that's Echo? Echo. Uh, should be E-C-H-O. E-C-H-O. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, fourthly, um, put away distractions. Uh, it's it's easy to get distracted whenever you... Maybe the phone doesn't help with that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, you're going, you'll be in the middle of your prayer and then you'll get Twitter notifications from yeah. our uh, podcast page. There uh, you remember, go. At the, at the Maze podcast, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. But anyway, uh, avoid distractions like I just got. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, try to try to make sure, you know, uh, if, you, if you have your appointment, you have your place to go to or... I, I've always thought driving is a is a great place for that. If you do so, like just turning off the radio and and taking some time there, but maybe you don't want to do that every time. But anyway, um, try to find a way to get get rid of distractions. Leave leave your phone on the table or something for a little while, and, and go sit down and pray for for a few seconds and take care of that. Um, another bit of advice is maybe you, uh, pray the scriptures. If you do a, a daily Bible reading, or if you have you know the U version app where a scripture pops up for the verse of the day, um, take some thoughts from that and, and spend a little bit of time praying yeah. there and uh, think about what that means for your life and um, where God might be leading you uh, with that verse today. Um, uh, lastly, and uh, this this is um, pretty important, especially if you struggle with having a consistent prayer life, is having an accountability prayer partner, uh, finding somebody else that... Um, is struggling or somebody that's very solid in, in being disciplined in their prayer life and uh, see if they, they can help you out. Just uh, keep giving, they could also give you reminders or, um, you know, help you, help you get a, a good system figured out. So, um, but it's, it's important for us to figure out, I mean, everyone's, everyone's different and what works for them, obviously, but these are, these are some ideas to go forward as far as like, if you're wanting to set a good discipline, some things to maybe keep in mind uh, as you go about doing that. So, Okay, uh, in conclusion, uh, there is one more prayer that I want to talk about from Jesus, and it's uh, in, in the Garden of Gethsemane, right before he goes to the cross. Uh, there's, there's a statement he makes that's uh, pretty deep, pretty prof- profound, where he says, Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. And this prayer, he, he says, Thy will be done. And if, if you remember back to the example that he gave in the Sermon on the Mount of um, of how to pray. He, he starts with, Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done. And he says that your will be done statement in that prayer as well. 
So throughout Jesus' life, you can imagine that this is probably the sentiment that he has in most of his prayers, the example that he gives, where as he's going through all the different trials in his ministry and in his life, he is saying, your will be done over and over again. And so now he gets down to this really intense moment where he has to decide um, if he's going to go through with this really difficult, overwhelming task. And he says, your will be done. Right? Um, I think that our prayers often end at the, please let this cup pass for me. Uh, there's yeah. this tendency for us to use prayer as kind of this ploy to take back control of our insane lives. Right? We might not explicitly say it, but we're often tempted to believe that we can use the power of God to overcome our inconveniences uh, through prayer. Like, like the person we like will like us back now. We will magically have all of the knowledge to pass the test or... Uh, we will suddenly effortlessly overcome the struggles that we deal with in our lives. And where we really turn the corner in our prayer lives is when we genuinely include not my will, but yours be done. Uh, where we don't stop at the please let this cup pass from me, but we say your will be done and, and not mine. Prayer is easy when it leads to our desired outcome, but sometimes God leads us to the cross uh, for his glory and the glory of his kingdom. And though it's scary, it's in those moments at the cross when we reach the height of fulfilling our purpose, right? It's in those moments God uses us to change his world for the better. God does the most good through crosses. Uh, Self-sacrifice for the glory of God is where we truly put our faith in him. And that's, that's really hard to do. Uh, but much easier when we connect with God on a daily basis and trust him with all things big and small and not just randomly whenever we need him, so... Um, kind of our thoughts for today. Jack, you got any last good connection words? with uh, yeah. the Matthew six and then the yeah, yeah. you know the will and the will there. Yeah, Very yeah. Good. Oh, thanks. Man. Didn't notice that before. Yeah, thanks. Like yeah, it. yeah. Good job. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Um, but uh, that's cool. That's that's kind of our thoughts on prayer. So uh, obviously, um, or as usual. Uh, now we have a place for it. Uh, join in the conversation and talk about it. Maybe, uh, maybe you have some examples of what you do to be to have a successful prayer life and a successful discipline. Um, maybe you need to connect with somebody that can be um, an accountability partner or something with you. Um, we have a place to do that <laughs> now. You can yeah. you can go to Twitter, Instagram, and it's at the Maze Podcast on Twitter or Instagram you can connect to there uh, you can go to the Eastside Church of Christ Facebook page and I, I know that you can connect there as well or on the SoundCloud page uh, if, if you're listening there so uh, make sure to like it share it uh, subscribe to it whatever you need to do from here uh, share it with somebody who might need it and um, let's let's work on having some good spiritual disciplines so yeah good to go alright well nothing else that's a wrap so thank you guys Thank you for joining us on the Through the Maze podcast. This is the part where we navigate teen life together. Subscribe and like this podcast, share it with friends, leave a comment about your experience dealing with the issues we talked about. We don't pretend to have all the answers. We'd love to see you share what has worked for you and what hasn't worked. What are your stories about dealing with today's topic? It's also an opportunity to share a word of encouragement as we try to understand where Christ is leading us as we navigate through the maze.